to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi. Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. It is not good morning. We are taping this on Monday afternoon for a couple reasons. Uh, there are basketball games tonight uh, that uh, we want to make sure that we cover uh, on Friday. So we did not want to come in tomorrow morning and not be able to get everything together and have everything because I'm going to one of those games tonight. I would have the information on one game. Uh, you are going out for uh, for Valentine's tonight. I, yeah, I was about to say, isn't it amazing? Two guys in their 40s. The reasons for yeah. – uh, Recording early or having a busy schedule, uh, you know, is wrapped around your daughter's basketball game and different stuff like that. We just, got, yeah, we just get date, busy, man. You got a date night, and then I'm also yeah. leaving early in the morning and got to take off to the Delta. So uh, there's several reasons we're having to do this on Monday afternoon. And uh, but hopefully y'all don't mind. And again, if, if if hopefully that both teams that are playing tonight, which we'll cover here in a little while, I uh, hope they both win, so we can cover that on Friday and talk about their next game. Uh, but uh, didn't want y'all to think that we were blowing y'all off because we were not mentioning your scores. Yeah, and before we move any further, our music today, our music for this morning, uh, both the beginning and ending music will consist of uh, something uh, from the Super Bowl halftime show. That's fantastic. Uh, those artists that uh, you saw. So we'll that's what the music has to do with today, and, and we're going to talk about that here shortly a little bit more about that but uh, I would say most people our age 30 to 50 55 definitely paid attention listen to the uh, halftime show so we're going to talk more about that in just a second it's part of your word part of my word but before we get there definitely somebody who probably was bobbing his head to the uh, to the halftime show he, he was he was lips I mean, he was singing along with Eminem the entire right right he probably knew every word he, he did oh no he bobbed like literally was his favorite song absolutely we're speaking of course of our 2022 presenting sponsor mr brian couch with team couch a birch realty group brian and terry and their team possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience they have thousands of closings since 2009 when it comes to the buying or selling side of residential real estate they are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team and they were recently voted desoto county's best realtor for the fourth time now is a great time to list your home in desoto county and they are currently offering a free no obligation market analysis you simply need to give them your address they can tell you all about your neighborhood your street your zip code brian and terry have all the information to help you make the right choice when it comes to buying or selling a home in desoto county give them a call locally at 662-449-1700 that's 662-449-1700 call brian's cell phone at 901-461-7653 that's 461 sold S-O-L-D. You can even do a full home search anywhere in the Mid-South by simply going to teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2022 presenting sponsor. Do not go into this DeSoto County market by yourself. Call the number one real estate team in DeSoto County, Team Couch, a Birch Realty Group. Well, Derek, as we record on this Monday afternoon, um, beautiful Valentine's Day. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there for sure. Definitely want to say that again. Hope you had a chance to. Derek, I'm uh, looking at the numbers. Maybe our most listened to show. Mm. 
with the UTW podcast. Last week's uh, Valentine's Day guy, no offense to the uh, Board of Aldermen, all the people that are aldermen <laughs> or the mayor or anything like that. People, you know, no offense to them, but look, when you start talking about Cupid, people pay attention. Period. They pay attention. We, we had a couple of comments, a couple of people saying, you left this off, you left this off. We're going to do this every year. Absolutely. I mean, every year. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll just add that to the list for next year. Uh, Valentine's Day uh, comes every year. So It really does. <laughs> and something else that rolls around, spring is in the air. It will be here before you know it. And if you want to take your backyard to the next level, when it comes to your cooking area, please visit our 2022 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop, the number one barbecue store in DeSoto County. Located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive, this store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and any other kind of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or some of the coolest tie-in smokers on the market, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. You can find more information at H2Q Malcolm's Shop on Facebook. That's H2Q Malcolm's Shop. Give them a call locally at 912-9947. Visit his website, howtobbqright.com. But the best experience is going to be when you stop by the How to Barbecue Right Shop, located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. Thank you, Malcolm and Rochelle, for continuing to be our 2022 studio sponsor. Derek, before we turn our attention to our words from the weekend that we do on our Tuesday, today, Monday afternoon show, give me a little bit of information. You may be stuck in this if you're listening to our show between the hours of 8 a.m. and noon right now on 55. So let's update the listeners real quick on something to pay attention to. Today, Tuesday, February 15th, the Mississippi Department of Transportation plans to remove and possibly repair a 120-foot lighting structure on I-55. This is north of the Goodman Road entrance ramp. And due to the repair work, MDOT will close at 9 a.m. So again, if you're listening to this at 8, the two inside lanes of I-55 northbound just south of the Goodman Road overpass to just north of the northbound entrance. So a very short little gap there. They'll have to close at least two of those lanes. Then at 11 a.m., MDOT will close the southbound entrance ramp from State Line Road, the northbound cloverleaf from Goodman Road, and the northbound entrance ramp from Goodman Road. All I'm going to say is just avoid... I-55 sure. from Goodman to State Run, just all together in that two- to four-hour time period. This will mean the interstate will be closed to all northbound and southbound traffic. Literally, you cannot move at all on I-55 for about 20 minutes there while they're going from one to the other. It is hoped the repair and reinstall of the pole could take place the same day. So they're hoping to get it all done today. If that can be done, traffic will be shut down for the installation again sometime tomorrow uh, this afternoon. If not... They'll have to come back and reinstall the pole at a later date, which means doing this all over again. So if you normally travel that uh, through that area, you should plan to take another route. So I-55, go all the way to Getwell Road and go up if, you're, if you work on the east side of Memphis, if you're working your way up that way. Uh, maybe even airways up to the, uh, through the airport and getting on 240 that way. So anything other than I-55 between 9 and about 1 or 2, maybe even possibly later today, please be aware. Yeah, Are we sure this is not to affect the Shelby County, DeSoto County Freedom Convoy? <laughs> I mean, the truckers blocking the, yeah, the truckers. The truckers yeah. blocking the uh, you know I fifty five north and south. I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, just a thought. I mean, trying to avoid I fifty five. If you can hear our voice and you're stuck in traffic, uh, we do apologize for not yeah. getting the show out at four o'clock this morning in the morning. <laughs> sorry, so, sorry if you're leaving. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But good luck on that. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention to our words from the weekend, which we do every Tuesday morning. Both of our words will consist of the same thing that we're going to mention about. We mentioned our music earlier. You might can figure out where we're headed with this. But your word from the weekend is what, Derek. My word from the weekend is teamwork. Okay. Teamwork. This is gonna. I'm gonna have four things going with this word. The first one is knowledge bowl. 
Some of y'all may be aware, maybe you had your children, they participated in the DeSoto County Knowledge Bowl, which happens once a year. This is a county championship that they have. Uh, I was a moderator, one of the moderators for the, I guess, the championship. Enjoyed from about 2 to 5 p.m. Uh, on Saturday afternoon. I was up at DeSoto Central uh, reading out the questions and just, uh, you know, just very, very smart kids. I come in there and uh, you know I'm looking at those things and there's 20 questions per round. I may get I'm looking at yeah I can get six of these you know and they're you know they're rattling off anywhere from 10 to 15 you know with, between the two teams combined. So anyway, so that was fun and really you know teamwork had to be done. There were I mean you could see who the good person at math was. Here's somebody else that's going to have your you know general knowledge. Here's somebody off every science question. This kid's going to jump on it. So it's just pretty cool to watch how all that worked. But I, I do want to I do remiss uh, Olive Branch beat Lewisburg in the finals. Uh, her, both Hernando, this is high school. This is high school. Gotcha. Both Hernando teams made the semifinals. Uh, one was defeated by Olive Branch, and then the other one was defeated by one of the Lewisburg teams. So, but uh, yeah, so Hernando did a great job. Had a great showing. Both of their teams did make the final four. Uh, but then Olive Branch uh, did in, uh, won the overall over Lewisburg in the finals. So gotcha. just congratulations to them. Uh, the next thing on teamwork is basketball. I uh, did attend a basketball game Saturday night. So literally left the Knowledge Bowl, drove to North Point for a basketball game. So we'll discuss that uh, here recently, shortly. But as you know, obviously basketball uh, – Includes teamwork. A lot of teamwork has to go in, involved. Next is the Super Bowl, which we our intro music. We all, I'm sure, most 100 million plus people watched it yesterday. I'm sure most of our listeners did. So the Super Bowl, uh, obviously, teamwork. You saw kind of what the Rams and the Bengals had to go through uh, in order to that, and that final drive by Matthew Stafford, very nicely done. Included a lot of teamwork. And then finally, Matt, today, uh, which we're recording this, is Valentine's Day, and marriage is, is teamwork. Yeah. I mean, you've got to y'all got to, You've got to be part of a team, especially if you have children. You may be running a zone. You may be running a man to man, depending on how many kids you have. Uh, but it does require teamwork, you know, to get through the everyday day to day of life. Uh, and so, marriage is the the fourth part of my word, teamwork. It really is amazing the amount of teamwork that you that that it requires. I mean, from getting up, kids dress, get to school. Kids get out of school. I'm lucky enough. My wife uh, stays home with our kids, and it hasn't always been the case. The last couple of years, she was, uh, you know, venturing into something else. And uh, man, it's amazing what some parents have to do. Well, I mean, and single so, parents, single parents. I mean, oh like, my Think gosh. about that. The single parents are doing all by themselves. They may have one. They may have three kids. You know, uh, try to get them out of the house. And it's just, you know, that it is. You know, to have that teamwork is a blessing, but even if you don't, I mean, we just, you know, give you all the, the praise and glory for all those that can be able to do that. And um, we just respect uh, for all the parents just trying to get it done day to day, especially though on, you know, crazy days like this morning when everybody's trying, I'm sure everybody had Valentine's parties and all that kind of stuff that they had to get ready for. So, you know, just kudos to all the parents out there. You know, Derek, it's also amazing. We'd be reminiscent to say, and again, today's Valentine's Day and more than once a year, it's good to thank your significant other for what she does or what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it in Sunday school all the time. I mean, the word thank you and, and, and appreciation is, is highly underrated when it yeah. comes to that teamwork you're speaking about. So, um, and I'm not speaking about my wife. I'm not saying that <laughs> by the way. I mean, the, you know, nobody sent her a text and say, did you hear what Matt said about you? That's not saying that <laughs> my word from the weekend is fairly simple. We may have used this word before Derek went on a little bit of a, uh, thing for about five straight weeks where we had to look up the words <laughs> that he used. Mine is going to be nostalgia. And of course I'm speaking about the Halftime show yesterday for the Super Bowl, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, 
Kendrick Lamar was part of it. He's from Compton, California. He's the he was the youngest group. Mary J. Blige, of Mary course. Blige. I mean, just seemed like every song you knew you knew the beat, uh, you knew the uh, songs, you knew the lyrics uh, to it. I mean, it was just very very nostalgic for if you grew up in the uh, early '90s from '92 right through uh, 2000. If you were in college, it was like uh, you know every frat party you went to or every high school dance you went to. Um, Snoop Dogg was playing. Eminem was playing in the late 90s, early 2000s. So it, it was a little surprising. I know it's been parts of it, but I was surprised that, I mean, this is really the first time that hip-hop and rap were the only thing for the – Oh, the only thing. The yeah. only thing. Yeah. You know, there, there were, there's been certain parts where other people um, – you know, a rap artist may, you know, infiltrate with a rock band or something like that. I did get a kick out of it. You know, I had a lot of people complaining that there was, you know, they didn't enjoy it or didn't like it or whatever. Um, but, I mean, they've they've gotten the Rolling Stones. They've gotten, you know, numerous other bands for years and years and years. Don't they have the Who? Yeah, they had the Who and stuff like that. So, you know what? I mean, if you've, if you've enjoyed the last nine or, you know, those bands uh, were part of your generation, I mean, I hate to break it to you, but the NFL is pursuing a younger audience. Yeah. The head coach of the Rams is 36 years old. The head coach of the Bengals is 38 years yeah. old. They probably both like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg <laughs> and grew up to that. So, uh, no offense to you. The, if you're 75 or over or even 65 or older, the NFL is not pursuing you. I mean, I mean in, 20 years, in 20 years, there's there's some kid being born right now who's going to be on the halftime show. I'm not going to care who it is. Right. I probably will be the anger man yelling at the cloud, and that's okay because that's that's what the, the, right. the NFL does not get old. It tries to stay the same age right. all the time. Right. So nostalgia is going to be my word. Last thing I'll say about the Super Bowl, Derek, if you're not getting an, uh, getting an electric car in the next five years, uh, <laughs> they hate you. Okay. Uh, can we just tell you that real quick? Or, or it's not Pepsi and Coke yeah. and Miller Lite and stuff like that anymore. If you don't have an electric car by 2025, General Motors has made trillions of dollars off of muscle yeah. and fuel and gas and burning that every other commercial consisted of an electric car well and then you'll have to buy that electric car with some type of cryptocurrency right we got it yeah bitcoin gas is gonna cost eight dollars a gallon and yeah. they're gonna squeeze you to where they you know squeeze you into electric car it's yep. amazing so derek's word was teamwork mine was nostalgia a uh, great halftime show last night thoroughly enjoyed that and uh speaking of teamwork running the city of hernando takes a team and that's going to lead us into the second autumn meeting for the city of hernando for the month of february 2022 tell us about tonight's autumn meeting We'll start with the first thing, number 10. Uh, we're going to skip the consent agenda all the way down to number 10. This is a request to waive the sidewalk requirement for the Jerry White subdivision plat located at the northeast corner of Mount Pleasant Road and Raleigh Street. We talked about this before. This is that house that was purchased that they wanted to divide that house. It's one, a little over one acre. They're trying to divide it in half, make it two separate lots. Well, if you're making it a minor subdivision, subdivisions in Hernando require sidewalks. And so they had to put a sidewalk in. It'd be interesting to see. This, of course, is that corner that wraps around from the uh, elementary school that wraps on to Mount Pleasant going north like you're going to the Methodist Church. So that whole lot, that corner lot right there, you know, would have to have a, a, a sidewalk on both sides. That's a lot of concrete. I'm sure the, the new owner does not want that to happen. However, it would be nice for the city, and it's interesting to see how they're going to vote on that tonight. Derek, we're going we're to start weighing in on some things that we talk about in the agenda. Makes absolutely zero sense to have a sidewalk there. I know. <laughs> makes, zero, makes zero sense, and when, uh, we're going to vote for – I'm going to vote with the, the homeowner on this one. Uh, no need for a sidewalk. Go. So we'll see how it goes. Next, the approval to appoint – these will be your Hernando Municipal Election Commissioners. Okay. So these, these will be the people that have that are going to be appointed, hopefully approved, uh, to act as the the city or the city elections uh, to make sure that everything goes uh, like it's supposed to every, every time we vote. Ashley Wadsworth, 
Alice Barnes, and Dale Bellflower. Those are the ones being put up for the Hernando Municipal Election Commissioners. How long did those run? I think it's, I'm assuming four years. Oh, wow. Okay. I would say four years. Uh, the next, approval to advertise for bids for the AWG infrastructure improvements. This is overlay and shoulder widening of Green T Road. So this is going to be from Highway 51 mm-hmm. all the way to the new McInville Road. Okay. They're going to do an overlay and a shoulder widening because they're expecting the large trucks to be coming sure. pretty soon. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be looked to be uh, advertised for those bids. Again, no dollar amount yet, just advertising for the bids. Uh, we're skipping on down to number 17. Oh, excuse me, 17 through 21 has to do with Jared at the City Parks. The first one, Collins Lemonade, looks like they're going to be selling the concessions at the Civic Center. Holly Bigham will be teaching uh, instructional tennis classes for Hernando Parks and Rec uh, from March through May of this year. Uh, they did approve the um, bid for the wood poles and the LED floodlights at okay. the Civic Center, getting yes. new lights, for $2,666.52. Came in about $100 or so higher than they thought, just to approve that extra amount. Uh, I don't see any problem with that. The next one uh, is to allow Jared to have independent travel baseball and softball teams be able to rent field space for a fee from the city. Uh, so they'll be able to use those. How much? Uh, did not say. Did not say that. No, I'm okay. probably there. Probably some kind of tier for the number of hours and that okay. sort of thing. So we'll wait to see. What about well, le- what about the level of quality of play? <laughs> <laughs> if you're I, really I, good, I would say it's probably you know no more than 12 years old because if you get sure. like you know except for that big field, I guess they could rent the big field out. But we'll see how that works out, and we'll, we'll have that on Friday. Gotcha. The last thing with Jared uh, is the to hey, sign. Whoa, 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 before yep. you, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. If your travel baseball team rents the Civic Center. To use for space, please don't go on Facebook and say something about it and complain yes, about it. Exactly. Okay. You're wasting your freaking time. Yep. If yep. you go and complain about the Civic Center not being up to your standards and you're lucky enough to practice there for a fee, uh, you don't play there. Uh, be positive, not negative. I mean, it's worth it just to have the actual bases that have been installed and a backstop so the balls aren't going anywhere. Someone mows your grass, yep. sets your field up. You live in the city of Hernando. Build it up. Don't tear it down. Yep. Thank you. Agreed. Uh, finally, for the parks, uh, this is approval for Jared to sign an agreement with Mike Foley, the tournament director for Fast Pitch America Softball Association. Hello. So, FASA, to host the FASA Youth Softball Tournaments for the spring and summer of 2022 at the Hernando Civic Center Fields. Wow, great. So, again, so we have Fast Pitch Softball Tournament uh, looking to come here or sometime a tournament director. So that, What's that's the awesome age group there? Hernando. Does it say or no? Mm, doesn't say. Uh, so I would say probably till junior high. Interesting. Maybe through 14 okay. years old, uh, somewhere in there. So, again, we'll see what that is. And if there's more, any more information we have on that, we will report on Friday. So that's everything. So five things for the parks. Uh, hopefully all that looks like that's going to go through. Yeah. Uh, the lowest bid, this is a little separate because this is all – the grass maintenance for parks and athletic fields, Rotolo Consultants got the bid for $83,000 to wow. cut all the grass uh, at all the baseball and the soccer fields and all the uh, other athletic – oh, and the track, I guess. Is that spraying or just cutting? Uh, this would be the grass maintenance okay. for parks and athletic fields for all 2022. Awesome, dude. That sounds so all great. all through the whole, whole year. Uh, then skipping on down, the last, there's two that are together right here. The approval for Mayor Johnson to sign a contract with Golden Triangle Planning and Development District. This is to prepare redistricting and to present proposed districting plans at all necessary public hearings. So basically this is, remember we set what are we want our new districts looks like for the aldermen. Yeah. Uh, they now have to put that into maps and be able to divide it out and send whoever's getting new cards has to be sent new cards. Okay. Well, this is the, they're going to uh, partner up with this group. Uh, the cost is $10,000 and up to $1,200 for travel expenses for them to do this. And then of course, to go along with this, uh, 
item number 27, to approve the resolution stating guidelines and criteria governing the proposed boundary changes for those wards. Okay. Now, there's only a couple, you know, uh, a lot of the wards are changing shape and shift. Now, a lot of you may not may still be voting in the same ward, but, I mean, you know, Ward 6 is going to get a pretty big change. Ward 1 had a very big change. And then, of course, Ward 4 and 2 kind of shifted their, you know, the houses around a little bit. So, again, you're looking for that. Hey, can you can you quit saying the word wards, please? Because I really want a chili burger oh, man. and a root, root beer, beer flow. Right right I mean, yeah, Woo. most of the podcast listeners know what I look like compared to what Derek looks like, <laughs> and so I would be the guy who would eat a chili burger and uh, and and root beer float at wards. So just saying, yeah, so, uh, quit wards saying wards. Please. That's a South Mississippi Louisiana, and very thing, much yeah. so. All right, uh, number the next one approved drafting a letter clarifying the city's position on pennies for the park legislation. So they're going to, the city wants to put an official draft saying exactly where the city stands for the pennies for the parks, and maybe there may be some detail on what they plan to do. So we'll wait to see what that says. Very interested in how that's worded. Writing that to who for for what reason? Just drafting a letter, uh, I, I think maybe for just an overall saying the city's behind it type thing. Uh, and maybe that's something that's also could be required by the state okay. to be submitted as part of that too. You know what I do, Derek? I would, I would release it in Morse code. <laughs> A braille, a braille. <laughs> well, no, no, uh, Morse code. Go figure it out if you can so, figure out a letter. Just, just, Morse, in, just, just put it out there. And, and the, 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 you know, I mean, the Senate chambers just going. That's it. Just release it, Morse code, <laughs> and say, "Look, if you want my letter and know how we feel about it, go check it out." Uh, and then the final thing, and the regular part of the meeting will be the approval to a will serve letter for the city for water and sewer with respect to the proposed Mississippi National Guard Center, and the DeSoto County Agri Education Center, and Mobile Home Park at Star Landing and Gwen Road. So it looks like they're going to be using some of Hernando's water and sewer or what would be part that the you know, Hernando services are overseas. So they're asking for uh, the city to allow them or say that, hey, we will serve you this water. We'll allow you to use the sewer because the county is going to undertake and pay for the entire project. Doesn't cost the city anything other than, hey, we may, we may be you know drawing from your city water, that sort of thing. And I don't see the city. Of course, this is a countywide project, which is going to benefit everybody. I would assume that the city would be this before that but we'll see what they say and that's for the new national guard the awesome awesome uh, facility that's going to be a star landing road the north side of star landing road just left of 51 uh here in the next five years it's gonna be awesome yes that's right and then finally there is an executive session that we'll be talking about ems personnel and police personnel okay again thank you for the teamwork that the city of hernando alderman mayor city attorney jared barkley with the parks department hey i I will give a quick shout out michael carson at the parks department helped me out with something today really really appreciate him doing that if he does listen to the show uh i really thank you for that you you spent a few minutes with me uh kind of help me with something and and i can't thank you enough for that for sure and definitely uh, another example of teamwork uh, getting it all done so we appreciate it look forward to updating everything on the autumn meeting on our friday show well derek um what we're about to talk about or what you're about to say or just a quick synopsis of, of, of what you're going to tell us. Um, what you're going to tell us about is uh, exciting, first of all, and uh, our uh, Valentine's playlist might come in handy with what you're about to tell us. Go ahead. All right. DeSoto County is interested in turning a popular spot to watch the sunset over the Delta into a public scenic overlook that would connect to the county's Greenway Trail. The land is located currently on private property on about three-fourths of an acre along Delta View Road. So this is kind of the Walls Eudora area uh, is where it's located. So there's been a lot of people that have used this kind of as a a private spot to come off. It's, you know, there's cleared of trees already. It's kind of a natural uh, place to be able to go there. Uh, And And watch the sunset. And watch the sunset. Okay. Uh, And just, you know, again, 
Matt, you know, you've been people have been to Memphis, and you see when you come down Riverside Drive, sure. if it's sunsetting, if it's Beautiful. yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, if you're catching that, or if you're actually on the bluff of Memphis, maybe if you walk behind some of those nice houses or anything like that, you've been able to watch the sunset. Being from Natchez, absolutely gorgeous sunset right. off of our it's bluff. Good stuff. So this is very similar. Uh, it's just that DeSoto County, you know, a lot of that is tree. There's a lot of lakes around there, so you don't get that. You don't have those overlooks. Where they're trying to, they're hoping to maybe put an overlook, an official overlook, run by the county. Where they can do that now, it would take the landowner agreeing to donate the property uh, to allow this to happen. It would also the currently what used to be again people going there and, and watching the sunset. Um, they trash a lot of trash, sure. a lot of people just dumping stuff. Unfortunately, so they actually had to rope it off where you can no longer even drive there. Even though it was private property, it seemed like they were pretty lenient on who could go back there and uh, kind of sit there and watch. But now they've closed it off because of the amount of trash, right. litter, all that kind of stuff. So there would be uh, so. This is going to be something that the Soto County would like to see happen. They would like for the landowner to donate it to them. I'm not saying they wouldn't pay a little bit, but that's that's kind of a negotiation thing. They were going to look to put maybe a gazebo uh, to allow you to kind of walk out there sitting right on the bluff. But a $200,000 project, they, would, they said they would like to see. Because, again, this would draw people. I mean, you know, sure. wedding proposals, yeah. all that kind of cool stuff you. you could have. You know, kind of a really beautiful backdrop. Maybe even one of the pictures for the county could come from there to, you know, to, as marketing. So $200,000. But it could it would take cleanup. It would take, you know, some improvements, uh, you know, like road improvements right there along with the $200,000. And finally, also talked about maybe putting a camera there to catch anybody Hello. littering uh you know right there as you pull in so anyway so again <laughs> that's I think why it, we want the camera there <laughs> how many cameras are we talking about look, on the I, I, uh, I don't know look i'm, I'm just yeah. i'm just passing it on yeah. most uh, listeners understand why i joke around i think it's a while it's nice to see the sunset it it, it, it may kind of be a an overlook for a bit of a makeout session well i mean, I'm, look that, so why do we need I, a I, lot I know, of cameras I know, that, I know like los angeles you know you see on the movies where they kind of pull up to the I top of the hill and do all that kind of stuff not saying that wouldn't happen uh, I'm saying that the, the supervisors, though, would like to see it. as, And I think it's a pretty cool thing because sure. I grew up going to the bluffs, watching the sunset. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't, we don't need to no, know no, no. about that. Yeah, no, Natchez is like – that's like, main, like right off Main Street. Right, Main Street. Okay. Yeah, it's down. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, a lot of commerce right there at the gotcha. bluff. Uh, but, I mean, it's just – it's a beautiful spot. So, I'm hoping that's something – because, again – People forget the fact we are on a bluff. DeSoto County is on a bluff. Now, yep. we, it's not as noticeable as it is in Memphis, but we're on a bluff. Also, we have a landing spot on the river. There is a, a We have a river walk, if people that are uh, unfamiliar with that. And, and we are a river county. We yes. are, our county is located on the Mississippi River. There is a actual walking. I think it's called Bluff uh, – Oh, it's it's named after Bass Landing Road, I think it's called. Uh, named after a fish that you actually can pull down, and they have a nice little park there on the river. People, I mean, I, I, I would I need, I need to go say check that very out. few people listening to that knew that. I did not know that. Yeah, I did, we need to go check that out for sure. Can you? You can tell me where that is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, literally, Bass Landing Road. You can just Google it, and it goes right there, and you just pull off. There's like a little park, and I mean, it's it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. This isn't necessarily uh, information right here under the water tower. It affects our listeners and something to pay attention to. It may be something in the next three or four years that, uh, uh, you know, like you said, it could be very picturesque things coming off that bluff. So we'll take a look at that. And But that's definitely a project that can service all of DeSoto County should you want to enjoy that side of it. And speaking of covering all over DeSoto County, I'm speaking, of course, about Holland insurance our newest advertiser located in south haven but ready to serve all listeners in desoto county vice president bruce robinson and president jerry holland are ready and willing to help you with all of your insurance needs whether it's health life property casualty auto they work with some of the largest companies in the world nationwide progressive travelers blue cross blue shield humana cigna 
all those large companies represented by Highland Insurance. They're an independent insurance agent, which allows them to take your information, take what you need, take what you're looking for, and compare it to other companies all at the same time. It's amazing what they can do. Give them a call at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. If you have an insurance license in the state of Mississippi and are looking for a change, contact Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland today to see about joining one of the fastest growing insurance companies in the Mid-South. Holland Insurance, located in South Haven at 662-895-5528. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. Are you interested in making a schooling switch in 2022-2023? North Point will be hosting their next opportunity to preview the point on Sunday, March 6th at 2 p.m. Again, that's Sunday, March 6th at 2 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Are you traveling for spring break? Are you traveling this summer? Do you need a car rental for a body shop repair or a long-term car repair, transmission, muffler, something like that? Now's the time to reach out to Mobile Car and Van Rental located in Hernando at the corner of Commerce and McCracken. Mobile Car and Van Rental works with all major insurances, State Farm, Farm Bureau, Progressive, Geico, and many, many more. If you're turning your car in for a body shop repair, please reach out to us. Let us help you with your claim. Open 8 to 4 each day. Mobile Car and Van Rental, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Again, if you're traveling for spring break or traveling this summer, let us help you with your trip. Give us a call today, Mobile Car and Van Rental, 662-469-4555. Derek, you told me a little bit about the DeSoto County Fact of the Week before we hit uh, record on our show today, but really interested to uh, hear more about it. Tell us all about the DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to you by the DeSoto County Museum, located right across the street from Bank Corp South on Commerce Street right here in Hernando. Rob Long and his team open from 9 to 5 Tuesday through Saturday, that's 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, ready to show you around all about the different artifacts, different exhibits, and different things. Speaking of nostalgia from earlier, the the different nostalgic things from DeSoto County. Get by and visit Rob Long and his team today. Tell us about the DeSoto County Fact of the Week this week. Well, Matt, to celebrate Black History Month, a fascinating tidbit this week honors Jefferson J. Evans, who was elected in 1873 as DeSoto County's first and only African-American sheriff. He took office in January of 1874 and served until December 31st of 1875. Born into slavery, he grew up on the Doggett Plantation near Hernando. Only eight years after slavery, eight years after gaining his freedom, he took office as the highest elected official in the county. He was voted into office by white and black voters, not appointed. He was well-liked and very congenial, and this was during the uh, Reconstruction following the American Civil War, and black citizens were allowed to vote for the first time. Now, this was before the Jim Crow laws then took it away from Absolutely. Them. Yeah, so— This you know, is amazing. Yeah, so so this is, again, this is right after the Civil War. 1874. 1874. So after that, when Reconstruction came in, 
Everybody had the right to vote. Well, right. excuse me. All men right. had the right to vote. Didn't matter the color for a, a you know a few years there before the Jim Crow laws came in, and then again uh, did not allow black people to vote after that, or, or put very severe restrictions and allowing them to do that. So again, he was sheriff for two years from the beginning of 1874 all the way through the end of 1875. And again, uh, this was uh, another little tidbit that uh, Robert shared with me. Those of y'all that know Keith Hawkins, Keith Hawkins uh, is an insurance uh, in Hernando. He's in the Rotary Club with me. This is Keith Hawkins' great-grandfather. So, so uh, Keith Calkins fame has been here a long, long time. So, again, Rob, thank you very much for just an extremely interesting fact of the week this week. Why did his term only take two years? Do you know? Didn't say why. Didn't say he, I don't know if he retired, if he stepped aside, or if he was defeated. It did not say. Uh, very interesting. Well, thank you, Rob Long, for a really neat uh, article. I mean, wow, what a, what a neat fact right there. I mean, like you said, Derek, less than 10 years from the end of the Civil War, uh, he's elected sheriff here in DeSoto County. I mean, that's, yes. that's tremendous. I mean, I've never heard and that the, story. Uh, Still to this day, the only black sheriff in Minnesota County. That's amazing, man. Thank you, Rob Long, for a wonderful fact of the week. We really appreciate you supporting the UTW podcast and continuing to uh, share those facts with Derek. Derek gets these uh, texts, gets this information from Rog weekly. You will not find someone who cares more about DeSoto County and a big, big fan of ours here at the UTW podcast, and we certainly appreciate all of his help. Thank you again. Visit the DeSoto County Museum 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, right there on Commerce Street in Hernando. I want to continue to say thank you to the Soto Family Dental Care. DFDC has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Doctors Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create an environment to provide you with a relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference or give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. They're the official dentists of the UTW podcast. Please consider making them yours. Thank you, DeSoto Family Dental Care. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Very easy to uh, roll from Green King Spray Services over to William Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, spring cleanups, anything on the outside of your home or business, let Richard come by, let Richard see if he can help. No job too small, no job too large. If he can't help you, he'll help you find someone who can. Give him a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Thank you, Williams Lawn Services. Thank you, DFDC, Green King Spray Services, Holland Insurance, Mobile Car 
Van Vanderbilt and North Point for being longtime UTW sponsors. We really, really couldn't do it without you. Well, man, Derek, every time we turn around, uh, we go right back to your word from the weekend, teamwork. Let's talk about basketball. Update us on basketball. Let me just tell our listeners, we know softball has started. We know baseball has started. We're going to let basketball get done, and then we'll turn our attention to start visiting a little bit about some softball, baseball, those type things. And uh, remember, our coverage for softball and baseball will not consist of who placed uh, who bunted in the third inning? It's not going to happen. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to go through the X's and O's. We'll give you some simple stuff, but we're probably not going to do that. But tell us basketball since our last show. Uh, what we got? Well, everybody played since our last show. Uh, some of them wrapped up for this for the season. Everybody being North Point. Lewisburg and Hernando. and Hernando, boys and girls all played. Boys and girls all played. So Tell some, us about North Point. All right, North Point first. North Point girls. The number one North Point girls received a first game by in the regional tournament and will play tonight, so Monday night, which is why we are taping today. They will face the Lady Eagles from Jackson Christian out of Jackson, Tennessee, who defeated ECS to face the Lady Trojans. If they win, the girls will play Thursday night in the second round against the Fayette Academy Sacred Heart winner at Fayette Academy, who is hosting the tournament. If they lose, the season is over. So let's go Trojans tonight. And again, I'll be there trying to pull them through. Next, North Point boys. The boys did not have a bye as they are the four seed in the region. They played the number five seed in the neighboring region uh, in the first round game on Saturday night, which was the same Jackson Christian Eagles. The Trojans jumped out to a 16-7 lead after the first quarter as the Trojans' defense shut down the Eagles other than a couple of threes. The Trojans increased that nine-point lead to 11, going into halftime 29-18. The Eagles went from a zone defense to -to man-to-man after halftime, and that adjustment limited the Trojans to 10 points in the third as the Eagles closed the game to 39-31 going into the fourth, and they pulled within 45-41 before the Trojans stopped them over the final three minutes to pull away 51-41. Christian Gilliland led the Trojans with 27 points. Darius Naylor had 14. Number four seed Trojans will now head to Fayette to take on Sacred Heart, the number one seed from the neighboring region, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Neutral site game. Yes, it's so they, well, they tra- Fayette Academy's hosting the entire regional. Oh, tournament. I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, yeah, the fact that they host a game, then they travel not far, not far, which is awesome. Yeah, good for them. Good luck to the Trojans for sure. As they uh, yeah. now, if the girls win tonight. They do go into a uh, loser bracket right. tournament. Okay. The boys um, are already if they lose tonight, tomorrow night. Excuse me, they're done. If they win, then they'll make the okay, next that round type of that situation. Loser yeah. So yeah, keep just keep winning. Yeah. That's all I can say. Just keep just winning. Just win, baby. Al Davis. <laughs> Lewisburg girls, our Lady Patriots face Center Hill in the consolation game of the district tournament, with the winner making the playoffs as the three seed from the district. After the first quarter, the game was close as the Lady Mustangs held a 12-10 lead. The Lady Mustangs extended that lead to double digits, 35-20, heading into the locker room. The Lady Patriots battled in the third quarter and cut the lead to 10 going into the fourth and got the lead down to 51-46 with a minute and 45 to play. But Center Hill pulled away late on free throws to win 60-49. Haley Hodges had a game-high honors with 18 for Lewisburg, and Allie Carroll added 15. Allie Carroll and Allison Irby were named to the first-team all-tournament team. It was a great season for the Lady Patriots, and we look forward to covering them again next year. What was the record, final record, do we know? Did not, they did not tweet that out. But they are, I got you. But they are done for the year. They're done for the year. So they were, they were the fourth. They came in fourth in the district, and the four seeds did not make it. Gotcha. Okay. And they did lose to the Lady Mustangs of Center Hill. 
who will now travel. For travel. First game. We're going to cover that at the end. I'm going to give you where everybody in the county is going very quickly as we go, but they will be traveling for their first round game. Uh, just give me a second, Derek. Speaking of electric cars, have you seen the electric Mustang? It is, it is, it is a nice-looking nice car. Are you serious? I like it. Oh, I, I my saw God. It. I like this, this show just took a turn. Hey, you, I like, I like you know what? No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, no. I'm not saying I'm – Hey, this could be the last UTW podcast <laughs> that we're ever going to – You like the Mustang? It is one of the worst-looking decisions. I like the way it no, looks. No, 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 no. I like no, the, no, like no, the no, truck, no. That, nope. Ford, that Ford truck. You I didn't say truck? a truck. I didn't I, say a truck. I know that. I'm just I know, the truck was but good you too. can't take a Mustang and put a battery in it and make it look right, like well, an you, SUV. Now, you, uh, you will not be getting the wah, 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 wah. You won't be getting that with a Mustang anymore. No. No. And it's going to be silent. There's a lot of things you won't be getting with an electric Mustang. <laughs> okay? You can follow me on that. Hey, you I, will be getting zero and, to 60 and, in like two seconds. I, I don't care anything about yeah. that. You can't take a sports car and totally make it look Nothing like a sports car. Know, it's true. not even real. It's like, it hey, look like, I, I like the way it looks. It does not look like a sports car. If you I say, hey, that, that is, I agree with that. If, if they, if you would have said that is a Ford, pick another name. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't take a that. Ford. Okay, there okay. you go. There I agree you go. with that. Okay, it, it so not, we will have. We're gonna have a show on Friday. Yeah, yeah, as a, a Mustang, <laughs> it does not definitely does not look like a Mustang. No. but if it was the Ford of Eos or something, I'd be all for it. There you go. See, we agree on that. Now the Lewisburg boys, the Patriots were also playing in the consolation game to try and make the playoffs, going against the tournament host, DeSoto Central Jaguars. Lewisburg started off strong, taking a 14-9 lead after the first. The Jags flipped the script in the second and outscored the Patriots to take that 28-24 lead into the locker room. The third quarter was a good one for the Jags, increasing their lead to 45-36 going into the final frame. And in that final frame, uh, DeSoto Central was just too much for the Patriots, pulling away 69-52 for the win. Josiah Nelson had 14 for the Patriots, Amarian Davis had 13, and Hayden Drumright had 12. Josiah Nelson was named to the All-District second team. Uh, he was the only one named from the team. We know that the season did not end like the Patriots wanted, but enjoyed covering them all season and look forward again to a better year next year. Do we know anything about any electric Jaguars? <laughs> no. I know nothing about Jaguar. I've yet to see a Jaguar, electric Jaguar. Oh, I'm sure it's out oh, there. Oh, there's no doubt there. Oh, I mean, trust well, me. Ford owns Jaguar, so there's a 100% chance there's one somewhere. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I forgot. Ford, who totally screwed up the electric Mustang, has the power to screw up an electric Jaguar. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, sorry. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying how we're turning the uh, mascots into electric cars. But go ahead. Look, all the mascots. I mean, we're all headed towards okay, every, every, every mascot's basically a car name. I mean, that's so that's far. That's very true. Yeah. Hey, but look, uh, hold on to your uh, gas-powered cars as long as you can. We're, I'm going to go down with that fight with you. Hold on to him. Okay, speaking of that, should we have named that new Mustang that no longer looks like a Mustang? Should it have been the Ford Trojan? Uh, that's fine. We don't, we, don't have a, we, don't have a, we don't have a Trojan. Better name. Yet. There we go. There we go. Better name than a All Mustang right. that looks like a whatever. So <laughs> Finally, under the water tower, Hernando Girls, the Lady Tigers. Who'd they won. play? Go. The R- <laughs> they play the Eagles. Uh, there's no eagle cars. No, no, no eagle cars either. The Lady Tigers were already assured of a playoff spot and hosting a game as at least the two seed, but were fighting for a district championship and the first round by. They faced the Lady Eagles of Horn Lake in the finals, a team they split with in the regular season. In the first quarter, the game was tight, with the Lady Eagles took a slight 10-8 lead by the end of the first. The game remained a battle as the Lady Tigers pulled even going into the half 27-27. Horn Lake came out in the third in a defensive struggle to take a 38-33 lead as they headed to the fourth, but the Lady Tigers ran out of gas as Horn Lake hits the shots they needed to to win uh. 59-45. It was a tough loss, but they will continue in the playoffs tonight, 
So there tonight, this is another right. reason that we're letting you know we're taping 15th, on Monday night. February 15th. February 15th. No, February 14th. They're oh, playing sorry. tonight. Oh, Valentine's tonight, Day. Okay. Monday night, along with the, the Trojan girls and the Lady Tigers, both are playing tonight. They will host Madison Central at home tonight. Though we will report on that game Friday again, so we didn't want you to uh, not think that we weren't covering you when this came out tomorrow and Correct. we didn't mention it. Uh, they, and so we hope we're talking about the next game for the Tigers because of a win. So they're hosting Madison Central. So win again, to move on. There's no. There's, this is that's it. That's it. Win and move on. Let's and go. if you're in Hernando tonight, go go watch uh, for your Valentine's. Nothing better than since I love you, like going to, out to a dinner and then watching a uh, Lady Tiger basketball game. And beating Madison Central, by the way. And beating Madison. Oh, That's yes. my favorite team to beat. Uh, a payback for the soccer. They literally just beat us a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, right yes. now, let's get payback for soccer. I hope, we play, I hope we play Madison Central every year and we beat them in everything we play. <laughs> Finally, the Hernando boys. The Hernando boys are fighting for their playoff lives Friday night, taking on the South Panola Tigers in the consolation game of, this, of their region. Hernando was down 15-10 after the first and 31-22 at the half. Hernando pulled within fourth into the third and kept it close throughout the fourth but the Tigers from Batesville proved just a little too much as they win 61-57. to That ends the Hernando Tigers season. And look, I want to say we do appreciate Mark and whoever took over Twitter again toward the end of the season and everyone else helping us toward the end of the season to recognize the Hernando boys and look forward to learning more about them next season. I'm going to go out on a limb and – the Hernando Tigers would not beat the Madison Central Jaguars. So that leaves us with three teams that we cover left in the playoffs. North Point girls and Hernando girls play tonight, as we just said. North Point boys play tomorrow night. We'll have a recap of all those games and who advances on Friday. Hopefully they all advance. Uh, good luck to those three teams. Uh, we also want to go through quickly. So, again, if you're in the county, you're listening to this, you're wondering, well, what's everybody else doing? How do we rank, you know, how does Lewisburg and Hernando compare to the other ones? Hernando, of course, we know what they're doing. They're hosting Madison Central tonight. This, this is the girls' playoffs. Center Hill, the Mustangs we talked about, they're having to take their electric cars to Startville tonight. They're going to Startville tonight, uh, playing that game. DeSoto Central, they're hosting Oxford. And then Olive Branch and Horn Lake girls both received first-round buys. So they did, they're did. they the one seeds. They each won the district first-round buys. Uh, Lake Cormoran, of course, that's 5A, plays Monday at Columbus in the first round. They were the consolation winner. So they'll be going at uh, Columbus New Hope. All boys games, including North Point. On the 15th. On the 15th. Or tomorrow or tonight when you're listening to this. I'm sorry. Today that you're listening to this. So we have the three 6A squads. Horn Lake, well, which lost the championship game to South Haven. They will be hosting Murrah tomorrow, or Tuesday night at home. From Jackson. From Jackson. DeSoto Central, uh, which won uh, the consolation game again. They will be traveling to Startville. So we have two teams going to Startville tonight. Center Hill which lost to Olive Branch in the final. They are hosting Oxford tonight. So we have two teams from Oxford coming up here tonight, or tonight and tomorrow night. And then uh, Olive Branch, who was the champion, they, they got a bye. They will host the Madison Central South Panola winner. And then South Haven got the other bye, and they will be hosting either the Startville or DeSoto Central winner. Go back and listen to that again. We yep. flew through it. Go back, listen to it again. A lot of good basketball happening in DeSoto County. We'll certainly be uh, cheering for any team that's waving the DeSoto County flag in the state playoffs. So good luck to all those uh, boys and girls uh, that continue to carry on. Uh, win and move on. That's where you are right now. That's the playoffs, and we wish you nothing but the best uh, definitely for that. Good luck under the water tower to the Hernando girls as they begin their journey in the playoffs for sure. Really appreciate them. Well, look, if you enjoy our show, you enjoy our jokes about teamwork or uh, uh, visiting the bluff those uh, or, or our playlist, our Valentine's Day playlist, we hope you enjoy our show. Please continue to share it. Share it with friends. Share it with family. Share it on Facebook, Hernando Happenings, anywhere you uh, want to share it. We really appreciate it. As, as you continue to help us grow, 
Also, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Give us that thumbs up that helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, please look for OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch. They cover the eastern side of DeSoto County. They release a show really early on Monday mornings. Go listen to their Valentine's show. They talked about it being a super weekend. OB Pod covering Olive Branch, Lewisburg, and Center Hill. Well, Derek, good luck tonight for the uh, state playoffs. Looking forward to it. we got Lisa's college roommate's daughter plays for Jackson Christian, so she gets to see her tonight, so she's pretty excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'll be a lot of fun. Well, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. You know, again, we are recording on Valentine's Day. You're going to hear this about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday the 15th. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. The music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity grows once in a lifetime, you better lose it.